So as you start to go through this process and you start to work with energies at more subtle levels, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your own experience of Kundalini energy and your own experiences with having that, um, those spurts and those growths, because then you can start to harness it and you start to harness your sexual energy. You start to harness your creative life force energy and you can use it to expedite your own spiritual process. Now, I will say that there's some caution here that as you consciously bring forth more karma into your life, things are going to happen very fast. And if you don't have your seatbelt on and you're not like safe in your physical, physiological structure within the body, as a, the body's ability to handle that, then um, it's going to be a wild ride. And a lot of things externally will be changing as you start to bring some more of that karma from the warehouse that's stored up in the ethers, you know, so to speak. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about your own journey with Kundalini energy and then how, what it is and how to activate that within us so we can, um, so we can know thyself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so through practicing those three beliefs for uh, you know a couple years time, like really every day was all about like, I'm gonna find these beliefs at work in my life and I'm gonna correct them with truth. And that allowed me to open up so much space in myself in a relatively short period of time that sort of about two to three years after began these weird symptoms of um, first starting in, in the body. So like, you know, hot pinpricks throughout the body. The most notable one is always this um, lava-like sensation of energy in your wrists, probably through your meridians, I'm guessing, in the nervous system. But anytime I would lay down and be still, my, my body, my arms, shoulders, and then eventually legs, shins, and feet had this amazing heat flowing through them that I can't describe it as, I wouldn't describe it as fire, I would describe it more like electricity in that it was extremely, it felt extremely hot, but not painful. And that's when I started to feel like something is going on, you know, in my nervous system. And I'd heard a little bit about Kundalini, but didn't really know much about it. Um, so I started doing some research on like, is this a Kundalini thing? And sure enough, I found other people on forum boards and whatnot who were talking about these exact symptoms and, and the crazy vivid dreams. And so I started practicing yoga every morning in my meditation session. I would do a lot of breath work, beginning with Kriya, Pranayama, and then just classic, you know, fire breathing, breath retentions, and then a lot of bandhas and hatha yoga stuff. All these different techniques and vehicles humans have invented for stimulating the nervous system. And that's what people online were saying was helpful if you're having these symptoms. So I just started doing it. And then eventually had what um, what we classically think of as a kundalini awakening, which is the, the sort of lightning bolt event. I call it the inner conjunction, where uh, it's essentially when we've built up such a charge of polarized energy in the root chakra from uh, retaining our sexual energy, lots of spiritual practice, a lot of open-hearted devotion and love for, for life will do this as well. When you get any one of those three ingredients or all three, you're heading towards a kundalini activation. And what I eventually came to discover it was, really through the law of one actually, was that it's the activation of your green ray energy, your heart chakra energy. And that's why kundalini is known as being the energy of pure love. It is the energy that comes available in the human nervous system after enough spiritual maturity has happened uh, we can understand this really well when we think about anytime you've had a, a oneness experience, you might, maybe it's on a plant medicine, maybe not, but you have some glimpse of oneness 
that gives you incredible bliss, right? And maybe you're blissed out for 20, 30 seconds, maybe a few hours, but it's not long before it wears off, right? And you go back to your normal 3D separation consciousness. Well, that's because our nervous system is literally not equipped to handle that frequency for very long. It's kind of like maxing out the RPMs on your engine, right, of your nervous system. So we need to increase the bandwidth of our nervous system to sustain that frequency of bliss or love for extended periods of time or even permanently. And so the universe has this amazing intelligent mechanism that has been evolved in our nervous system where when you put a kind of demand on that energy, it will come into activation in response to that demand and literally begin to upgrade your nervous system. And this is what we have heard called, um, some people know it as the nectar cycle. Um, some people know it as the sacred secretion. Amrita. Yes, Amrita. Yeah. So basically your sexual energy, I like to say that sexual energy is like the currency that Shakti uses to purchase spiritual evolution with. Meaning when you're not wasting your sexual energy all the time on personal means, it begins to be used for spiritual ascension. And that's most people's biggest hangup, right? Is they can't stop depleting their sexual energy, not just through sex, right? But even just your your thoughts and your attention can drain it. So when you truly point your sexual energy towards the divine, and whether you're in a conscious partnership and you say, hey, I want to view sex not as how can I feel uh, satisfied from this experience, but how can I give you love? How can I make love to you and experience you through this act? Those kinds of shifts is what really ignites kundalini quick. And you can do that if you're not in a partnership, right? Um, More so for men than women, but retaining your semen, for example, has been this classic technique that men use to awaken kundalini, increase creativity, so many benefits, right? Well, that's because it's literally the most like lucrative energy your body makes. So when a kundalini awakening happens, that energy, the sexual fluids literally start to be borrowed by your cerebral spinal fluid and your cerebral spinal fluid starts to bring them up the spine towards the brain. Uh, it literally takes the nutrients out of your sexual energy, moves it up the spine, it gets into the brain. And then this is where Amrita comes in, where after enough time in the brain, you'll start to experience a um, kind of mucus-like fluid dripping down the back of your throat that is either some people say it's very sweet or it'll be very salty it seems to be one of the two and that's actually the csf from the brain coming down the esophagus and you swallow it every day over time and it gradually goes into your gut and starts transforming your gut as well which is kind of another hub for your nervous system so it's literally this energy that kundalini starts moving upwards that is upgrading your nervous system to a higher frequency level to a fourth density level and that's why people who go through a kundalini awakening as i experienced um psychic powers start to awaken usually psychic gifts the um the heart chakra powers of empathy and really potent intuition being able to feel what other people feel being able to know things intuitively that just starts happening for people usually another thing that happens is you'll start feeling really blissful. It'll just, oh, oneness everywhere. Everywhere I look is unity and it's just so beautiful and joyous. It starts to happen naturally rather than it doesn't take so much effort as it used to. That's another symptom of it. So 
you're the only reason that you're able to have those psychic abilities or experience bliss so frequently is because your nervous system has been upgraded. So that's really what Kundalini is. It's a neurobiological transformation that takes place in response to, again, putting a demand spiritually. Mm. Beautiful, beautifully said, articulated. I love the, the whole framework, understanding. And once you start to have the experience of that, like I've been doing various forms of, of Kriya Yoga for like seven years now. And um, I kind of go and do like immersive experiences here and there where I really try to amp up the voltage. I'm nice. going at end of April to do an eight day silent uh, retreat with said guru called Samyama. And um, oh, Samyama, yeah. Yeah. Once you start to work with energy in the more subtle frequencies and start to uh, raise that, then everything that would have taken so much force to get results in your reality in terms of if you want to, you know, attract a certain lifestyle within yourself and partnership and career and all the things, there's so much less effort. Like it just comes to you instead of you trying to find it and get it. Um, And that becomes really beautiful. I think as you start to wake up, you need less to fulfill you. Like you can just be silent and experience tear jerking bliss and happiness. And from that place, where's the need to extract it from another human being or a job or whatever it is. And from that place, like we spoke to earlier, you know, you become a magnet to so much beautiful abundance in life. 